hi everyone. I'm Kevin Miller and welcome to The Ziggler Show. In this episode, build a world-class self-relationship. Listen to this quote. If you're not at your best mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually, you're nothing for your family. You're depleted for your customers. You're unhelpful to your neighbors and you're empty for society. Build a strong self-relationship because that is the key to every other relationship. It's not selfish. It's selfless. So this is our habit show and we are with Robin Sharma. He is my guest in episode 781 where our focus was personal mastery. In this show, the second spoke of the Ziggler Wheel of Life relationships, Robin brought a significant paradigm shift to strengthen and deepen his relationship with others. He shared that he must first have a world-class relationship with himself. And I've just never heard it put quite that way. And it's just really inspired me to further uh, elevate my expectations for my own self image so that I can serve others well, have better relationships. So you're going to hear this and more in the episode. Really, really insightful. Uh, you can find Robin. He's got, again, a new book, The 5AN Club at Robin Sharma, S-H-A-R-M-A.com. Of course, you can find the book anywhere you buy a book. So I'll bring Robin to you right after I share some great products and services. Well, Robin, this will be interesting as we just did your recorded the main show and of course spent uh, a lot of time talking about habits. So I know these are well thought out for you. So I'm eager to hear the specifics of your habits. And again, as I talked about the want, what is the, the goal you have for yourself that I'm sure changes in each category over time, uh, and especially in the area of health. We'll start there. What are the things that you desire to be at the level that you want to be at in your physicality, in your, in your health and wellness? And then what are the things that you do from an exercise and nutrition standpoint to achieve that? Sure. So Kevin, you know, what's really important to me is energy. Uh, mm -hmm. I think in many ways, energy as a business person, as a leader, as a human being is more important than even intelligence because you can have great ambitions, but if you don't have the energy to execute on them, nothing really happens. So I, you know, I really try to manage my energy and protect my energy. Uh, another goal is to extend life as long as possible and just to, to be as healthy as absolutely possible. I appreciate that managing and protecting energy. That was the key to professional cycling. Uh, you got to keep it to where, to where you need it at the end. So what are the habits that you do or routines that you have for your, uh, for exercise and nutritional aspects? So one of them, no surprise, is the 5 a.m. club, the victory hour, the 2020-20 formula. As you know, Kevin, the first pocket is exercise. So I love running on a treadmill. I'm a huge fan of spinning because you can really, through the sweat, release BDNF, brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which um, promotes neurogenesis and repairs brain cells damaged by stress. While I'm running, I also hydrate, even right now. I mean, I just... You know, hydration is incredibly important to metabolic function. It's an, incredibly important to cognition. And it's, I think it's incredibly important for, you know, detoxing. So the morning routine and making sure I exercise through treadmill spinning is very valuable. I also try to do weights mm -hmm. because, you know, that strong core is very important. Um, also, not giving any any uh, medical advice here, but vitamin C and a strong supplementation program has kept me just through all these years of traveling 
very, very strong. So a good supplementation program is key to me. Uh, the two massage protocol I talked about in the 5 a.m. club saved my life, mm. you know, which is massage is so powerful to release toxins, to keep me peaceful, to um, release tension and stress, just very powerful. Uh, what else would I say? Sunlight, something that I don't think gets talked about enough, but I, I try to sunbathe for 20 minutes to release the vitamin D. Fresh air. Like just getting out in the woods if you have woods close by, powerful, time in nature. And the final thing is I would say on area or habit number one of physical and nutrition, I really am a big fan of fasting. Yeah, It, it throws a human body into a state called autophagy, which is really powerful for building your immunity. Uh, fasting also keeps my mindset very clear. You talk about energy. I don't fasting gives me incredible energy it's once i start eating that i feel like taking a nap yeah. uh, and the last thing i would say is you know i try to eat clean i try to avoid processed foods um you know vegetables good strong protein as much as possible yes and as we're recording this during the epidemic of the coronavirus that's what i thought is fasting you know a good three-day fast you don't eat anything save some food and uh you don't go to the bathroom you'll need less toilet paper uh, <laughs> either way a good habit uh family and friends or you could just say relationships and i like that too i've not talked about that often in a goal scenario with my guests what is a a goal you would hold up that this is what i want for relationships and then do you have any specific habits that you're employing to keep them where you want them well, you know, this might be a little counterintuitive, but the most important relationship is our relationship with ourselves. Mm. And so many people, Kevin, say, well, you know, I'm, I'm all for my family. I'm all for my team. I'm all for my clients. I don't have time for myself. And it's almost as if that's mm. um, an expression of, well, that would be selfish. Yeah. I actually think that caring for your the four interior empires in the 5m club mindset heart set health set and soul set right. which builds a world-class self-relationship is not selfish it's selfless because if you don't if you're not at your best mentally emotionally physically spiritually you're nothing for your family you're depleted for your customers you're unhelpful to your neighbors you are empty for society. So the, the goal I have is to build a strong self-relationship because that is the key to every other relationship. In terms of family, I would say I, I want to build um, a relationship of authenticity, deep love, along with happy memories, magical moments, so that when I'm gone, my family would say he was a light, he was a protector, he was a great family leader, and he was also someone who, who, who created some very fun times for us. That I will replay and listen to again. And, and I, well, I'm grateful that tens of thousands of people will hear that one right there. I love that. I've never had that response of the relationship with self. I'm fervent about that one because I ran aground because of my backwards thinking on that, my altruistic, I'm going to pour out and pour out and pour out until I was empty. So thank you, Robin. Mental is the next spoke. And again, I've not asked it in this way. Is there a mental goal, a mental uh, measuring stick you have for yourself? And then what are the things that you employ to do that? My mental goal would be the mindset of a Navy SEAL blended 
with the mentality of a Spartan warrior, with a little bit of Kobe Bryant's, you know, mental focus and agility and intensity pulled into that. I, I love it. I love it. Uh, it gives me a great visual picture right there. I the Spartan. You've come back that you mentioned that in the first one as yeah. well. I appreciate yeah, that. Because, it, you know, it's we are in a time of incredible volatility. Yeah. And, you know, the Spartan mothers used to say to their kids, come back on a shield or come back victorious or, you know, don't come back at all. And I think through our morning routine and our evening rituals and our daily practices by bulletproofing our mindsets. And I know we're going to talk about some tactics, but then what most of the world sees as tragedy, we, see, we can see as an opportunity to serve, to be more helpful and to navigate the storm. Uh, that you, you come back. Uh, I think you said it, come back victorious. Maybe I paraphrase it, come back victorious or on a shield it reminds me of the old, I don't remember who said it. Maybe you do the whole, the man in the arena quote, mm-hmm. uh, the, the mm-hmm. glory goes to them, not the spectator. I'm going to say the spectators out there, but whoever's in there getting bloodied, at least making an effort, go succeed or fail. I love the perspective. I believe it was uh, Theodore Roosevelt. I think you're right. In the arena. Thank great, you. Great, the man uh, in the arena. That's it. The ma- the, it, it yeah. You got it. Financial is the fourth spoke, uh, financial goals there. Obviously you've done well in that area, but some, some goals that you have there. And then what are the consistent habits that you employ now, or maybe have employed in the past to help get you where you are now? Sure. You know, I I have, again, maybe a a contrarian take on wealth. I've worked with billionaires and NBA stars and many of the super rich as their mentor for 24 years. And uh, I, I found a lot, of, there are a lot of rich people who money is all they have. Yeah. And so I would say wealth is a few things. I, I acknowledge, you know, having money in the bank is provides freedom, but I, I want to offer to your many listeners, I would say, and viewers, I would say being able to buy what you want is wealth. Being able to do great things for your family is wealth. Feeling that you're free is wealth. There are so many super rich people who suffer from not enoughness addiction. There's a a story I talk about um, in the 5am club. There were Joseph Heller and Kurt Vonnegut, two great authors, Mm -hmm. were at a, a cocktail party at the home of a Long Island financier. And um, I think it was Heller looked at Kurt Vonnegut and said, hey, what do you think? You know, the, our host made more money yesterday than you're going to make in all your years of future royalties. And the other author replied to his buddy. He said, well, that's OK. I have something that the billionaire would never have. And uh, I think Heller said, what's that? And he said, the feeling that I have enough. Yeah. So hmm. I would say wealth is is your health wealth is feeling you have enough wealth is having a good family life wealth is you know long walks in nature or mountain bike rides in in terms of some specific tactics to bring value to your people i would say live simply especially now i would say live within your means i would say be masterful at your craft because the marketplace rewards mastery even in times of volatility people will always pay for the best uh, I would say keep your keep your debt low. Again, I'm not giving any financial advice, but 
you know, low leverage is a wise thing. And then I think tithing and philanthropy, unbelievably powerful um, as a way to not only do good for other people, but increase your own spirits and your hopefulness and your own happiness in this time. We always feel good when we do great things for other people. Well, and I appreciate that that is a primary label attributed to you is humanitarian. I think that's one that everybody listening here desires to embody as well. Spiritual is the fifth spoke. Tell us about that area of life. Okay. My, my, I think I, you know, I, I want to build my relationship with God. I want to build intimacy with my greatest self versus my egoic self. I actually have a distinction in my work. We have our heroic selves and our egoic selves. And our egoic selves are about, you know, we're thinking about ourselves. I want to build a strong core where I'm an instrument of service to as many people as possible. So spirituality to me, me is a great relationship with God, a great relationship with my strongest self, and being a humble servant to as many people as possible. That is very dear to my heart. My dad, when I was growing up, used to use the um, words of Rabindranath Tagore, who was the great Bengali poet. My dad used to say, Robin, when you were born, you cried while the world rejoiced. He said, son, live your life in such a way that when you die, the world cries while you rejoice. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. Heroic versus egoic self. I've not heard it put that way. I will use that henceforth. You are listening to The Ziggler Show and our habits episode with Robin Sharma. Next in the career spoke is when Robin talks deeply about the power and necessity of mentors that I believe will be really convicting to you. So we'll get right into that after I share some great products and services with you. Career is the sixth spoke. Career, business, again, the current current goals and the habits that you put in place? My goals are pretty simple. I mean, career goals is I want to push magic. You know, remember Mr. Riley in 5am club, he's all about producing magic. Yeah. I want to push, ma- I want to push magic. I want to, I want to, you know, put out work that is my Sistine Chapel ceiling. I, you know, I'm not saying I'm there. I'm saying that's my goal. Michelangelo is a great hero of mine. Da Vinci is a great hero of mine. So I want to be so good at what I do that, you know, it brings tears to people's eyes when they <clears throat> see me pursuing my craft. Uh, you know, I just want to be world class at the craft. So I touch people so deeply um, that it, help, it it sort of turns on their lights and helps them do amazing things. In terms of tactics, the 90-91 rule I talked about in the 5 a.m. club, mm-hmm. first 90 minutes of your workday for the next 90 days, focus on your single biggest opportunity to own your field. Um, the 60-minute student is very powerful for career, which is 60 minutes a day at least, reading, refining your craft, growing in your skill set. Uh, a weekly mastermind is a great tactic to be even better at what you do. Find someone who's on the same path of world class in your career and meet with them, go for a walk. You know, Steve Jobs' favorite way to meet and talk about your career, talk about books you're reading, talk about strategies, talk about failures. Daily Five concept, we didn't get into it in the main show, very powerful. Five little wins every single day, when done consistently, leads to 1,850 micro victories in 12 months. 
powerful. So it's little wins every day will get you to world class. And then I think getting a mentor. I know you're a mentor to a lot of people. Um, I know Zig Ziglar was a mentor to, to millions of people. Finding a mentor who can sort of collapse the timeline so you don't make as many mistakes and you know where to go is really very powerful for career mastery. Let me just ask you one more point on the mentor aspect, because we do have so many people who will cite, you know, Zig Ziglar is my mentor. That's great. Um, give us your thoughts on that verse. Also, the face to face actually in your life mentor. I think I think you're right. You can have historical mentors who are no longer on the planet through their books, because reading a book is having a conversation with the author. They're stardust. <laughs> rubs off on you and and i think it's very powerful to have even you know vid video calls like this or in-person meetings with mentors i, I think some, some alchemy happens when two human beings get together in person you get their facial yeah. expressions you get their energy yeah. you know and, and that's powerful too it is. It's why I do. I, I won't do one of these without doing the video because I just cannot get the essence of the person without seeing them, even though we are, I don't know, maybe a couple thousand miles apart. Last one is personal. And Robin, this one is the, the things you do just for you, the play, the fun, and even the self care, but the things that you do purely for Robin, uh, which you talked about again, back to the relationship with yourself. Yeah, you know, I mean, I love books. I'm surrounded by one of the greatest things my dad did for me was like he filled our home with books. And mm. I think a home full of books is I look I see in your background, Kevin, yeah, you know, I believe a home or an office full of books is a very rich home. Yeah. I've got, you know, the Khalil Gibran, the prophet next to me right now. I've got the meditations mm. of Marcus Aurelius with me right now. I've got Titan about you know, uh, the life, a biography of Rockefeller with me right now. I've got, you know, worldwide laws of life, right? I'm surrounded by books. So I, I love books. I invest in books. I, big passion of mine. I love nature. So like you, I, I, I love mountain biking. Mm. Just adore it. Uh, I love nature walks. I spend a lot of time with my family and I try to architect family meals so they are perfect moments. Um, I love traveling. I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I think I'm fundamentally nomadic and I love traveling with my family and I love traveling alone. I think we can get into flow state when we're in a new city in a new country. Obviously right now, um, I know this is evergreen, but right now with the coronavirus and everything, we can't travel, but I just love traveling and exploring new countries. Music. I don't think music gets talked about enough. I make playlists for writing my books. Mm -hmm. I like make playlists for date nights with my partner. I make playlists for, you know, what, what I just, and I'm, I'm really into country music now. So I have, I, I'm writing my new book and I call it, um, you know, writing glory playlist. Mm -hmm. And I've got all these country songs that really just get me in the heart because, you know, they're singing about, their dogs dying and lost relationships and you know all these things <laughs> and i just so music is even right now through volatility let music lift your spirits it's it's really a powerful tactic for creativity productivity and saying strong as the world falls apart god bless you for that i <laughs> yeah. uh blood brothers on 
music. It is, I, yeah. I sometimes feel like I am the number one fan. I've got my workout playlist. I've got my ongoing playlist. Go. I've got my writing playlist. Uh, we right. share it amongst family. So, uh, my kids profess that one of the coolest things about their dad is I have the best playlist on the planet and they get their new music off of that. But man, there's nothing that I don't know if there's anything that, I mean, I've got the Rocky mountains and Pikes peak out my window and blowing snow wow. right now. And it's beautiful, but I don't know if there's anything that's the ongoing. I can always rely on music, but and I also got to say meals as perfect moments, probably yeah. another mainstay of my life. I'll do it if I'm by myself and also Ooh. of my family. I love it, but I'm going to tell them about that, that uh, lift up that we do that and elevate it a little more meals as perfect moments. Love that Robin. Thank you. There, there's a, a book called um, chasing daylight and it was written by, I, I've Eugene. heard it. I, but I don't yeah. know. It. I've heard the name. Yeah. It's written by Eugene O'Kelly. And Eugene O'Kelly was actually the worldwide CEO of KPMG, the, the accounting uh -huh. giant. And one day he went in to see his doctor and he got news that we never want to hear from our doctors when we go in to get the results of some tests. And he was told he had inoperable brain cancer. And he was told he had 90 days left to live. Mm. And he went back home and he decided to architect and reverse engineer his last 90 days, just like he arch architected his business organization. And one of the things he realized is he had never had lunch with his wife and he'd never spent time walking with his friends. Hmm. And he said, in my last 90 days, I want to start creating perfect moments. Wow. And from that, I started asking myself with my family, uh, how can I be a perfect, even with my team, even with my readers, like how can I be a perfect moment creator? You're talking about self-care, even with myself. Even if I'm home alone, how can I create a perfect moment for myself through, maybe it's the right food, the right music, the right book, the right lighting. And I think that allows the journey of life to become far more beautiful than mindlessly going through our days. My wife specifically is going to appreciate that clip right there from you. I'll take that as a sound bite because she's been on attack for uh, quite a while of, especially to women, I think of dispelling the fairy tale life. She says it's impossible, but man, can you have fairy tale moments? Um, totally. So to your perfect moments. Well, thank you. I'll, I'm going to chalk this right here as a perfect moment. I'm inspired. I've gotten to spend two hours with you, uh, Robin. Thank you for the gift. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your mastery that you've honed and brought to us and to me. I'm grateful. Absolute pleasure, Kevin. Thank you very much for your time. Well, it's just powerful behind the scenes sharing from Robin Sharma. Again, you can find Robin in his new book, the 5am club at robinsharma.com. Coming up in episode 784, approve of yourself and influence others. We all want to influence others as without that ability, we can't help anyone. We won't matter. Uh, there are a couple interesting factors in this quest. One, we can't say what our influence is. Only other people can testify to what they perceive it as. So I asked this question to the Ziegler audience. If everyone in your life had to give an honest testimony of your influence on them, good and bad, how do you feel about what they would share? Uh, two, how we feel about ourselves is such a 
root issue that greatly impacts our influence. So I posted a second question. What actions, behaviors, and or thoughts help and hurt your approval of others? So Tom Ziegler and I read through many of the responses and just talked about this convergence of these two incredibly important issues. Till then, folks, thank you as always for letting me walk with you as we inspire our true performance together. <music>